What's up? I'm Ben Hale, and this is the Easy Living Yards podcast. Creating a beautiful yard should be easy. Let's jump in and create the dream yard you deserve so you can enjoy more time doing what you love. Welcome to episode 80 of the Easy Living Yards podcast. Today we have a little bit of a different show today. I want to highlight some of the things that we've worked on over at easylivingyards.com uh, recently. And I want to showcase what you can do to get help um, with me over at easylivingyards.com. All right, guys, you've heard me talk in previous episodes about the ask me a question function. And that's what today's show is about. Now, of course, if you want deeper help, if you're really ready to make a transformation in your landscape, this is a wonderful time to be thinking about that. Uh, Go over and check out the Easy Living Yards membership. You can always go to easylivingyards.com slash membership, and there you'll find the information you need to know to become a member today. When you become a member, I have coursework to help you step-by-step through the whole process. You know, this whole landscaping thing can be overwhelming, right? I get it. So that's why I created the Easy Living Yards membership is to help you step-by-step from the idea phase to figure out what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and then to actually do it. That's what the Easy Living Yards membership is here for It's here to help you through the whole process. And of course, I'm here too in the Easy Living Yards membership to help you through step-by-step along the way. All right, so check out the Easy Living Yards membership, easylivingyards.com slash membership. Now, today's show, we're also talking about the ask a question function. You can always go over to easylivingyards.com slash pod. That's easylivingyards.com slash P-O-D. And that is my podcast page. It has all these episodes that we talk about on the podcast on that podcast feed. Likewise, at the very top of that page, there's a button that says, ask me a question. That's a perfect opportunity for you to take advantage of if you have a burning question about your landscape whether it's you don't know where to start you don't know what plants to choose you don't know what to do or how to do something it's a wonderful way to get in touch with me and to have me help you out on your landscape this is an absolutely free opportunity for you to get in touch and get to get some so-called expert help i don't like calling myself an expert but i guess that's what we are right all right so if you want help from me (laughs) Go to easylivingyards.com slash pod, and at the top of the page there, you'll see a button to ask me a question. So what I want to do today is to highlight a few of our listeners that have reached out to me through this ask a question function and gotten some help in their landscapes and how it's helped change their landscape. So first, I want to talk about Michelle. Michelle is actually a member of the Easy Living Yards membership, and Michelle has a beautiful uh, aspiration for a colonial coastal landscape. She lives on the Atlantic coast in new England, and she's trying to transform her new house for her family to be something beautiful that they can be proud of. Now they live about a mile from the coast and they want to have this beautiful expression of their coastal lifestyle as well as their colonial roots in the area 
<laughs> for their location. I hope I've summarized that well, Michelle, if you're listening. So, so Michelle's asking how she can transform her landscape to express this colonial feel in a way that's beautiful and easy to maintain. So we've worked together because she's part of the membership. I've been able to help her super closely to think about some plants they're going to use and how to utilize their kind of small front yard to really be expressive and beautiful and also to have a little bit of depth to it to uh, not feel so tight and small and instead to feel like this beautiful landscape. And of course, uh, with this kind of Cape Cod style design that she would like that matches her house, um, she has a particularly particular affinity for hydrangeas. And so we figured out how to integrate hydrangeas into a beautiful design that accents her house without obscuring her one-story house at the same time. So this is something you guys out there need to think about is if you're planning a front yard design, you want something that accents your house, you want something that showcases your house without, you know, obscuring your house or, or covering it up. And so that's one of the challenges here is is how to create depth to have some vertical height to the landscape without, you know, just covering up your house. And so, Michelle, I'm really thankful that you're part of the membership. Uh, your inspiration and your your dedication to making a positive change in your landscape is really inspiring and your energy is also a lot of fun to work with. So thank you, Michelle, if you're listening out there. Let's move on to Jane. So Jane has an awesome question that she reached out to me with uh, just recently. So Jane is has just moved into a new Central Valley home in California. And Jane had a really unique um surprise for me that was a lot of fun to work with actually and really made me think differently about the landscape than I'm used to. So Jane wanted to create a beautiful landscape to entertain guests in a way that I hadn't ever thought about and that is that Jane is deaf and a lot of her friends are likewise deaf and so they wanted to have a place where they could uh connect and collaborate and entertain each other, have fun together uh, in a way that was friendly to being deaf. And so that really made me think about, well, what makes a landscape deaf friendly? And this was such a fun thing to, to kind of work together on is, is we talked about, okay, we want a gathering space that has clear lines of sight for, for sign communication and for lip reading. Um, and also a landscape that has a lot of movement. Since there's not as much sound, we want movement, right? And so how do we integrate movement to create a beautiful space that's entertaining, that's fun, and that's engaging when you don't have the sense of sound? And so, you know, this really ties into, with landscapes, there's so many elements to landscapes. They're a living piece, right? And so they have They have smell, they have sound, they have sight, um, touch. So these are all things uh, that, you know, can be integrated into your landscape. And depending on what you want, they can really add a sense of beauty and connectedness uh, to your space. And so without the sound piece there, you know, that might seem like a, a loss to part of the experience of the landscape. But really, this is an opportunity to focus on texture and visual movement and 
uh, engaging uh, yourself and your guests to want to touch things. So having a lot of very texture and elements in there that make you want to reach out and to touch them and to experience them in a different way. Also to integrate things that smell wonderful into your landscape, to have things that are in bloom uh, all throughout the, the season, for example. So these were things we thought about uh, when Jane approached me and asked me about uh, how to think about creating her wonderful, entertaining space for herself and her friends. Likewise, she wanted something that was low maintenance, that was water tolerant, being from Central Valley. She was very um, interested in creating something that was mostly native, that was well adapted to the space, and was conscious of the stressed water conditions of the area. And so for that, I really admired what Jane was trying to do with her landscape. And I look forward uh, to having Jane share some of those results as we kind of work through that process. So next we had Bennett. Bennett is moving into a new space with... uh, Uh, just a newly purchased home. He and his wife uh, got this new home and they had this really funky backyard. All right. So, so it was a short backyard and it kind of had an angle toward the back of it. So one of the sides of the property was much deeper than the other side. So it was kind of a slanted back property line. Because of this, he was concerned about how do you create a feeling of balance it did, he didn't want it to feel like it was just this weird oblong space. And so we kind of worked through a few ideas there to how to balance out that space or how to make that space feel welcoming and attractive and what does balance really mean. And so that's where we kind of dove into, you know, balance doesn't necessarily mean symmetry. What it does is it's a balance is a feeling of, of uh, evenness, I guess, or of... It's hard for me to articulate, actually. So let's let's work on this. So balance, uh, if you think about balance in a landscape, it's, it's about uh, taking themes and making it feel even and uh, cohesive across the landscape. That's the word I like to use is cohesive. And so, for example, you don't want a ton of, you know, really dark plants on one side of your landscape and then really loosely formed plants that are... Um, you know, deciduous half the year and the other side is evergreens. So you want it evenly spaced across the landscape, but it doesn't have to be symmetrical. So you could have, you know, a couple taller vertical shrubs, uh, evergreens on one side and and then uh, a couple mounded, uh, low growing evergreens on the other side. And that's still from a, from a color and texture standpoint is balanced. Um, And so it doesn't always have to be you know, exacting on both sides. And so what we did is we talked about a few elements that could maybe help feel more balanced or more deliberate. And so one was on that deeper side, you could have kind of like an entertaining space toward the back or even an open lawn area. Then with some backdrop of, of obscuring shrubs on the one side that kind of match what's closer up on the other side, the shallower side of the landscape. Likewise, we also talked about maybe borrowing some scenery. So basically making the, the yard feel like it extends beyond the property line. So, so that property line isn't really clear and, and open and well-defined. 
And so it feel it doesn't feel unbalanced because you can't really tell where the property ends and the next property begins. So those are just a few examples of some of the things we talked about with Bennett's landscape. So Bennett, if you're listening, I'd love to hear back from you on on kind of what you think about some of those thoughts and and what you plan to do next maybe with your landscape. And that gets me into the the next piece is I had uh, a wonderful chance to talk with Christy. Christy is looking to create legacy. And and I hope you're okay with me sharing this on the show, Christy. So Christy reached out to me and shared with me some some very touching details uh, that she has late stage cancer. And so she's actually in hospice. And, and Christy, I hope you're doing well right now. I hope things are going well. She wants to create a landscape both inside and out. Uh, well, uh, a wonderful home, both inside and out, including the landscape, to leave behind as a legacy toward her family. So Christy's thinking about leaving value beyond, you know, just an inheritance, leaving this wonderful space for the people that she loves. And this is so touching. And so, Christy, if you're listening here, uh, first of all, my thoughts are with you and I hope you're well. And second of all, please reach out and, and let me know how things are going. So I'd love to hear. Um, so Christy wanted to know uh, with her pool, how to really integrate the pool um, into the landscape to make it to feel together. And um, also with a gate, you know, gates are kind of unsightly, right? And so how do you, what are some things you can do with the gate to really make it uh, feel beautiful and part of the landscape and also help create privacy at the same time too so we had a few thoughts there about um christy was asking about what about some of these like artificial uh foliage that you can put on the gate and and i had to do some research actually and it looks like now there's some options out there that are really beautiful and attractive actually of some of this so you know so-called artificial foliage that you can put on your fence or on your gate to make it look like kind of like a living wall. But of course you don't have to sit there and maintain it all the time. And, and it actually looks pretty nice. Um, and so I'd love to hear Christy, if that's what you decided on, or if, um, or if you're looking maybe at putting some shrubs in specific strategic locations that can help provide some of that privacy. All right, guys. So I just wanted to share with you a few examples of, you know, how landscapes, you know, can for one provide value to us, but also, how they fit into the big picture. And that is what I've talked about on other shows is that really our life is more important than our yard, right? So our life should add to our, or our yard should add to our life. It should not detract from it. It should be where we experience life, where we enjoy life. But again, something we can be proud of, but we don't have to feel obligated to maintain it all the time. And that's where we kind of get caught up in today's world is just feeling stuck. Like we have to maintain stuff all the time and, you know, always be taking care of it and that sort of thing and spending a bunch of time working on it. That's not value. That's not meaningful. That's not leaving a positive legacy. That's not experiencing a wonderful time with our family. And so really, I want to help you to create a beautiful yard that you don't have to be working on all the time to maintain. And and that's really what we're all about here at Easy Living Yards. So if you have a question, please reach out, ask a question. All right. Now, <laughs> this free question process, I, I have to 
give you a heads up is that I can't always get back to you within 24 hours. You know, this is a right now easy living yards is my side hustle guys so in case you didn't know that so i have a full-time job i try and focus on prioritizing my family first like i suggest you do as well and so if if you have a question i might not be able to get back to you right away but if it's something urgent just let me know and i'll do my best to get back to you when i can um to to really help you out when you need it so guys with that Go over to easylivingyards.com slash pod. Right at the top of the page, there's a button to ask a question. All you do is you type out your question. Let me know some details like where, what part of the, the world you live in because that's helpful with you know understanding plants and stuff like that and climate. Uh, and then your question in just a, sh- a few short couple sentences. That's it, guys. And for, for all of you folks I talked about today, so Bennett, Christy, Michelle, Jane... I think I got all you guys there. All right. Thanks so much for your questions. I hope uh, my answers have helped you. And I look forward to hearing back from you to see, um, you know, kind of what you've been able to do with your landscape and the positive changes you've been able to make. Guys, as always, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you live with passion and make tomorrow better than today. 